Camurray. You look like a cunt. Welcome to episode 166 of the Game's Gone Awry podcast. It's a briefy edition, a brief E3. E3 sort of started, I don't know, E3's weird this year. Um, and so... E3 in quotes has started. Yeah, we start, we're recording on a Saturday. All the business comes on Sunday. Uh, well, I shouldn't say all the business. A good deal of the business comes on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Uh, but we got partial business, so we're gonna we're gonna do a brief boy for episode one sixty six, and then maybe we'll do a uh, double trouble on the next one. No, Matt Hazlett. I'm Brian Garthoff. You're Mike Burdett. It sounds like I'm in a rush, but I'm not. D- quit rushing to conclusion. I don't. I don't have anything. Mm. I was in the shower putting the word fart in songs earlier. That's all I have. That's uh. That's what you do. Get yeah, what? What was the best one you liked? <sighs> Which one was I doing? I was doing country farts, take me home. That was happening. Okay. Um, yeah. You ever heard that song, um, Let My Love Open the Door? Yeah. Let My Farts Open the Door. Oh, okay. Let my farts open the door to you. And then I was replacing heart with fart, too, to your fart, which makes no sense. <laughs> but I was doing I'm not a, here to, you know, win a Pulitzer. I was doing a song. Uh, I forget what song it was, but I was replacing all the lyrics with... You are disturbing me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that went on for a couple months the other day. Um, Any wits, schwitz. It's uh, video game time. Video games, open our eyes, Lord, and let your light shine the fuck in. The Lord of light. Um, Matt Hazel this week will be representing Sony at E3. Again, yes. Again, um, so absent. Uh, although, I guess... Um, Sony did do a thing. We'll we'll briefly talk about it, as I suspected they would. Uh, they made a little brief uh, pop up in the news there before the E three um, dragon started uh, rearing its head, chasing itself. If you know what I mean, heroin. Um, <laughs> quickly, we can discuss Ride the, the games that we've played. Yeah. Have you played many, sir? I played like. I've played a lump of games. Okay. And then two updates. Two on updates. Games, yeah. Okay. Um well quickly I will not discuss two K nineteen other than uh it's three dollars digitally and I had the disc, so I bought it digitally. And I sold the disc for more than three dollars. Hooray. Um why not? But yeah. Basketball fever, Kawhi Leonard destroying the Warriors at this moment. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't change. For the next game, 
We'll see you with the return of the king. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, then uh, then I also did a little bit of the Yoshi's Crafting World today um, with uh, with my bed. And uh, we got a little bit further in that biscuit. Still pretty good? Um, Yeah, it's still basically Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World all over again on yeah. the Switch. Um, it's fine. Fine little platformer. There was a dino level. Um, and uh, that was a frustrating one because they had these little twerps with these skulls on. Skull twerps. And we couldn't kill them and they just chased us. And it was like a little too aggressive for your mellow, artsy, and crafty world. Sir. Kind of a weird thing to throw that in the middle. Um, and then suicide bombing men, and that was also something else. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's decent. The main game I've been playing, but I guess I'm just gonna get it out of the way because I'm doing it. Uh, is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Hey, me too. I uh, took a week off the works and uh, I focused more on the movies and the comics and the books. Um, but I played about. 13 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey since then. And uh, it's a good game. I see why you like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've been assassinating some cult guys. I'm like level 18, I think, right now. Okay. Been doing some seafaring, discovering the world, synchronizing some spots, as one does. Doing some story stuff. Uh, Right now, I just found a very large female pirate. Uh, named Xenia or Xenia. Yeah. And, uh, or I forget how they say it. And I'm starting to do some work for her. And uh, it's a good game. I uh, I like that game. I do think they get away with um, just being mediocre at some stuff. Mm-hmm. Voice acting. Uh, some of the, the NPC designs can be really bad. The NPC design is probably like the worst objective thing about that game. Yeah. Because but, it's like 50% the same dude. And I think it's it all stems from the fact that Assassin's Creed has just changed fundamentally from debuting on last generation of systems from a stealth game to a stealth action game to this generation of systems being an open world stealth action game to being now with Origins and this, a full-on open-world RPG that includes stealth elements, includes action elements, includes this entire naval thing. Um, But I think of all the Ubisoft games that do the Ubisoft stuff, this is the Ubisoftest. Um, There's a lot of Ubisofting going on. Yeah. Like, I mean, all their games, they want you to go somewhere and open up the map and you know, th- fill out the skill tree and stuff. But I think this is the er game for them. It's actually becoming sort of like this weird GTA of sorts. Um, and and there's some other things that it does kind of point like, okay, so I did the legendary animal fight and that was, I think maybe just legendary hunts are bad. <laughs> uh, I guess we can blame the Witcher 3 for this, but because I didn't really care for them in Red Dead Redemption 2 either. And I hated the one that i played in this and that's really been the only like down point um of uh of odyssey thus far it was that first legendary yeah the worst part that i the my least favorite part of that game was the second boar that's Mm. a legendary hunt okay what was the first one are there just two boars in a row no the next boar is like near the end (laughs) oh okay okay there's like two boars there's a bear um, a bird. 
I don't think there's a bird, is there? Mm, I don't know. I thought I heard something about a bird. Maybe not. What other animals are even in that game? Uh, lions. There is a lion. There's some meese. I think there's like a jaguar or some shit. I don't know if all that dog barking is coming through. Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, so like, I and then with the fight that you had trouble with, I can definitely see how that happened. I did not have much trouble with it, but it's not a fun fight nonetheless. Um, the second one is really bad, like mm-hmm. just poorly designed um, or purposely designed in a way to make it annoying, ah. which um, this is not the only culprit for that in terms of video games, um, but it does it in spades in this particular instance. But yeah, those that hunt thing is not like super great. It's, it's kind of just one of those uh, standard here. I put this in this game thing. Mm. I feel like for a lot of open world things lately, um, it, you know, but it, it is, you know, the one thing I will say, like there's, there is a lot to do. So if you do find stuff that you do like, there's still plenty there. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. And I, I think, um, I think it could get better with just like making it into even more of an RPG than that game has been in the past. And like, obviously this game, they added the dialogue choices uh, and the more like, oh, well, you can do this romance option or here's this option with the scales where she lies about something. And like, it's it's getting there. I think it just needs to get there further and then also up the ante on, like, because this story's all right, um, but like, it could be better. The voice acting could be better. Um, I think Cassandra's voice acting is fine, but I heard Alexios is his poop. Um, but I don't know that for sure without playing as him. And uh, some of the NPC stuff just could be better, like some more meaningful characters. And like, I don't know if they're going to go next with like Vikings or maybe Norse mythology and stuff. It's like, okay, you, there's a lot of stuff for you to draw on there. So make it good. You know, not that this is bad, but like some of it is just kind of middle of the No, road. but I, I definitely yeah. think you can tell they're focusing on continuing to shift gameplay yeah and that's where the focus was and and the other stuff it does that is like kind of okay is just like uh, the bounty system like it's you know take it or leave it the mercenaries yeah and the bounties it's just like eh, i i get it like wait which are the bounties so like i mean the mercenaries come after you for bounty, oh, if you have a bounty yes you know? the wanted stars yeah basically. um yeah that actually gets worse later it's the same thing it as is also well it's it's really they do it poorly that yeah. is one thing that and it, they, they wait till the end of the game to start doing it badly mm-hmm. um actually because i'll just continue i beat the main storyline oh okay um and i'm thinking about i'm still tossing around the idea of going for the platinum i've done a couple pretty obscure like tedious metal uh trophies mm-hmm. so now i feel kind of dumb if i didn't finish it yeah um and like there's nothing too insane that i've seen so far mm-hmm. i'm sure i'll get to the end and the one hidden trophy i didn't look up is gonna be awful and it'll be for nothing um but so part of the end there's a point where and this is not a spoiler where you have like a permanent bounty on you mm. okay um they and pay off no you can pay it off down to three. Oh. Uh, but like it's dealing with a story basically you're wanted is mm-hmm. the thing um but they go then go out of their way to have the mercenaries always around you mm. instead of you know i don't know if you if you've done it like if you keep a bounty on like 
there's still a chance that the mercenaries don't even see you. Yeah. But eventually you can run into them, and if they're one of the ones hunting you, they will come after you. Mm-hmm. But, like, I died and respawned inside a cave, and all three of them were inside the cave, an <laughs> underground cave that you have to swim through to get to. Yeah. And they're just, like, walking around casually like they would outside. And I'm like, oh, so you're just bad at this. Yeah. Like, you just went out of your way to make this annoying yeah, on you can, purpose. You can see the seams a lot of times. Yes. And, and again, like, it's... with I feel like with a lot of games, I, I feel like I've come into... Or what I've realized, I really... I like games with a lot. I am I seem to be a quantity over quality person, because, like, the Fallout games can often be that. And those are, like, some of my favorites, especially Fallout 4. Um but I still have a soft spot for that. I just like the variety of being able to like get on and do something completely different than the last time I played. Mm-hmm. And that's not knocking games that are more linear because I love those too, but like it's just, there's just some, like I can go on and be like, all right, this time I'm literally just going to do seafaring stuff. Mm-hmm. Or this time I'm just going to crawl my way up the mercenary ladder or whatever. Yeah, or go, or go after some cultists. Yeah, do some cultist stuff or do some side puzzles or whatever. You know, just whatever. Yeah. I want to make some money this time or any number of things. Or I'm just going to, you know, raid some, uh, you know, try to gear up. And the game does give you that option. So, um, but yeah, you definitely, the seams are on display. Mm-hmm. The the uh, what was I, the analogy I was going to make? Like the strings are are you know on the yeah. puppet are very visible. So yeah, uh, I think it could use like a few more layers of polish and just some better writing, and then uh, you know that game's going to evolve and with the next generation of systems also look better. So it's a it's a promising future, I, and I think those are the type of games that like. Well, I'm glad another one's not coming out this year because that game is huge. I don't need one right now. And also, there's all that DLC. Do you think having beaten the game, uh, you would get the season pass? Not, probably not simply because of the time I've spent in the game. Mm-hmm. And that kind of seems a little counterintuitive and that, like, I love the content so much. But I also, like, I still really don't have in my mindset, like, all right, it's time to move on. But in my, like, brain, I'm like, you should fucking play something else now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um but I, I will probably skip it. I might wait and see what it is or do a thing, wait till the DLC goes on sale in six months. And after I've taken a break from it, then I'll come back and do some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what it offers. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what else you got in the uh, um, broiler? I have played more Apex Legends and they have updated it. Oh, okay. Uh, in this update, they have a Apex Elite game lobby mm. which you can only access if you have if you score um placed in the top five teams of the last match yeah so you place top five they give you like a chip that you can use to play apex elite um and they also now have like weekly um uh like achievements that you can get that give you it looks like brand new like cosmetics because mm-hmm. um, i signed on and i just automatically got one for being level 15 plus in the season pass mm-hmm. or whatever it's called battle, um, pass. battle pass yeah um and so i like got that automatically and then there's the other weekly ones are like place top five which i've got that one as well place top five in elite and then win two matches so i haven't achieved any of the other ones yet but they also tear it up so now i have like 
placed in the top five five times for like mm-hmm. the second stage of that thing. So not only are they giving you achievements that's unlocking stuff, but it's also like tiered out so you can continue going. Um, but yeah, so I, I've played a little bit of that. played a couple elite matches because, you know, obviously I only place in the top five every now and again. Mm-hmm. It's not like an automatic thing but for, by any means. Um, but it doesn't, and it doesn't seem like too, because that's all, it's also not ridiculously hard to place top five. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just kind of careful and run away, you can still do it. Um, so it's not like, oh, this is the elite competition. Like it's really just kind of the same people that happen to finish top five. Because I've also finished top five with people that are not good at all. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like an actual like hardcore playlist. It's just kind of a an interesting way to split it up and give you a, another opportunity. Um, so, yeah. So that's been updated and I've been playing that a little bit more. Um, so I'm interested to see if they continue to do more updates, which I'm sure they will. Um, but this is like one of the biggest ones that I've seen even since I started playing, like adding an extra whole playlist in there, uh, even though it's just only slightly altered. But it's still kind of a cool thing I didn't didn't see coming. But yeah, it was part of their not to get ahead of it uh, ourselves here, but it was part of their E3 thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, EA was today and, you know, that was a whole thing we'll talk about. But yeah, Apex Legends, they showed um, new Battle Pass stuff, the Apex Elite stuff you're talking about, the challenges. Um, and then like skins, they're adding a new legend. It's named Watson. And she puts up like these, um, defensive laser like walls. So it makes like a laser fence that you can like quarantine off an area almost. Um, and so, yeah, let me get, uh, any other squabbles I had on there. Um, oh, they're doing their first double XP weekend too this weekend. Um, so that's going on right now. And, uh, yeah, just kind of like, oh, a new season of stuff, like stuff you'd expect from a game like that. Yeah, that's, you know, it's the kind of that pathway that all those games take. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else on that there, Biscuit of yours? Uh, I got a couple more. Uh, I played a little more Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just kind of don't love the single-player stuff in that, mm-hmm. I've come to realize. Um, I do not like how the computer fights. Okay. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to how it's tiered. Because mm. um, I played a fight that took me seven tries to beat the person. Mm-hmm. And then the next person I beat in one try and actually perfected them one round. And to me, that makes no sense. Um, it should t- scale. As you go up the tower, it should get harder in a normal way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know fighting games can often be difficult and cheap when you're fighting against the computer. But uh, it was very frustrating. Like, literally, it was doing what your six-year-old cousin would do, which would get me in the corner. And I actually, this is not an exaggeration, it used the same mid-kick eight times in a row, just repeatedly in the corner mm-hmm. over and over again, to knock, and I couldn't do anything about it. And that amazed me that that would be something that they would program for the AI to do. Um, just, like, to me, that's totally ridiculous. Um, and so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just play online and played some of that. And that's fine. And that's fun. Unless again, unless you play someone that decides they want to be really cheap and Mm -hmm. then it's not fun. So at the end of like, I played like three days in a row for a couple hours per thing. And it was just like, well, I don't really know if I'm going to keep playing this a lot because that they announced that 
Uh, oh, the DLC. Yeah. yeah. Which at $40, I was like, well, if I really love this game, I would get down because I think the characters look interesting because they've listed Nightwolf, Spawn, Spawn, Shang Tsung, Sindel. Sindel, which all four I'm interested in. I and, like those characters. And I think the $40 includes like the next round of characters, too. I think it said six characters. So I think there's two unannounced. Okay. That's what I thought I saw. And I know you get skins and stuff, too. Yeah. And I did go through and start customizing like mm-hmm. some making custom set and that was fun i like that and yeah. like putting stupid different sunglasses on johnny cage and like i went through the crypt and spent some stuff and yeah. unlocked a bunch of crap and that i think is cool i think if just the stuff that gave you that was more enjoyable to me the play loop for that mm-hmm. i would like it a lot more um but it's just if i'm i'm if i have to fight you eight times f- just being frustrated most of the time yeah, I think your your mileage is always going to vary on this type of game. Same thing with like the way the, the up and down nature of like an online game, but like based on your character, your ability to like learn new characters that counter other characters, like I think you're always going to fall into certain traps. But obviously, like games are going to have shortcomings. Like if if the computer is like spamming some like easy ass moves a lot over and over, I could see that being annoying. I haven't played a ton of it. Um Recently, I haven't played that or Days Gone that much uh, just because I've been, you know, doing other shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll hop back in eventually. But, like, that is going to be my fighting game that I play, the only fighting game that I play for a while. So I have time to spend with that. And then, yeah. And even if I just end up playing it with mostly, like, you and Matt, too. That's, that's kind of what I resigned. I was like, I might just play this in, like, couch, not co-op, but couch competitive. Um and I mean, I'm gonna pop it in, but it's just like if the other options for like the non storyline games are Apex and then 2K, mm-hmm. and even Apex when it's like frustrating, quote unquote, it's you know I'm still having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just pissing me off, you're gonna lose out to those games every time. So it's just like frustrating. And I'm not gonna give up on the game, but I definitely like it was because the that second day, like I only ended up playing that day for like a half hour and then I was like, all right, well, I'm just not having fun and I put it in 2K and I was like, I can just play this mm. and it's, you know, a little more mindless and I can have fun and it's just, you know, there's no frustration to it. So, that's that and I just, you know, I'm going to try some more Towers of Time stuff because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't done too much of that. Um, but yeah, so, I was, and I was, and I was going through some character tutorials, like I went through Frost and learned a little more about her Aaron Black because he seemed interesting, but I was just so bad at using him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like his walking uh, yeah, rifle with, move. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, just sweet. Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, the game's cool, and like yeah. you said, it's going to be the fight. If I have the itch to play a fighting game, it's going to be that by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just whether I have that itch in general is up in the air. So yeah. Um, did you have any more? Do you want me to go right into my? Uh, I think it's all you. Uh, the last thing I did is I hopped on because I have like a month left of free Nintendo online. Mm-hmm. I was playing some NES games from the ones that they let you choose from. How many is that that they let you uh, choose it's, from? It's a couple dozen. Like, oh, okay. It's, it's a pretty decent amount. Like all the Marios are on there. Um, like pretty much all the classics are on, A lot of the classics are on there. The Marios, Zelda, Kirby... Um, Wario's Woods is on there. Doctor Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played some Doctor Mario. I forgot how bad I was at that game, so I didn't play it long. I played some Double Dragon, 
which uh. Uh, throwback town. I that I wore that cartridge out when I had my NES when I was a kid, and uh, it was fun. It's like so stupid, but but fun. Listening to the music, like the music is so uh, nostalgic for me. I played some of that. I played some of the NES. I think it's just called Golf or NES Open or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really bad. Uh, what else did I play? I played Balloon Fight for a while, which I never played originally. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but it's pretty fun. It's stupid. You just pop balloons. Yeah, it was one I've uh, fiddled with on the uh, Nintendo Classic, the NES Classic. Yeah. I think a lot of these games are carryovers from that as well. Yeah. And then I was, oh, I was playing some Donkey Kong, like classic, mm-hmm. seeing how far I could get in that. Um, and, you know, I remember that game being tough, but I, there's like, just like little stuff that I forgot about it, like how very, you cannot go down like at all before he dies. Ah. Um, like the, the jumping is very finicky, but that game has always been fun. So I played a little bit of that. And I, I'll probably, I might play through, like try to play, no, I don't know about the entirety, but I'm play some Mario 2 because I haven't played Mario 2 in forever. Mm-hmm. And if there's something I love, if you something you go to Mario for, it's throwing radishes. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, that threw me off so much when I was just a child. I was like, "Wait, what? Everything? What? I'm going indoors?" Yeah, and then the the evil key chaser guy. There's I'm like, I'm unlocking everywhere. door, and there's like bosses that aren't Bowser, it's like Birdo's here, and then yeah, then there's the rat guy. Yeah, weird one. It's a weird game, and obviously, it's not the original Mario two, Mario two, Mario Lost Levels. Yeah, it was what Japan released Mario Two. Yeah, and this was a Doki Doki Panic skin. I don't know why they did that. The, I think they had some weird thing in, a, in Nintendo America because wasn't the second Legend of Zelda game very different from the first? Yeah, yeah, it was like a completely different genre mm-hmm. and everything. So maybe they had something like we can't just give them the same thing, and then what people wanted was the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's those answers are out there. They're in a, a, a well-publicized book, I'm sure. Um, uh, with Nintendo, you never know, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, because I was just sitting at the... Uh, I was like sitting at the airport and then remembered I had access to those NES games while I have that free thing. Um, so I just downloaded it and I was like, hey, let me give some of these a try. There's a couple games on there that I've never played that I've always kind of wanted to. Mm-hmm. Solomon's Key is supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Um, and then another one. I forget what the other one. I'm, I mean, I've never beaten Legend of Zelda either, the original. So mm-hmm. I might give that a peek as well. But it's you know it's fun to, especially for not having paid for the Nintendo Online and that for to be a little thing they threw in there because it's like its own app that you download and all the games are within the app. Um, okay. So it's uh it's pretty good. Um, and you know it's just. Those are very simple games. There's a two-button controller with, you know, your D-pad, and that's about it. So there's not much to, you know, in terms of teaching yourself how to play, most of it's pretty self-explanatory. But, yeah, so I'm getting a little retro on that and kind of remembering some of those fun old games. Indeed. Uh, all right, let's get into some news here because we got some wrinkles. Um, this will be the E3 poop shoot, uh, but not the full Monty. So there's no. just a little briefy. Um, first off, the prior to E3 stuff, uh, Games Pass coming to PC, big move for Xbox, uh, and their first party stuff no longer restricted to the Microsoft store. It's on Steam. So that's good. That's good for PC. That's a good thing. 
doesn't affect me at all. Great for PC people, though. Um, second, and uh, quite uh, predictably, Sony put uh, just a trailer for Death Stranding out. And we have uh, speculated which one of the Sony games would come out this year. I don't think anyone was expecting it to be Death Stranding, but it is. No, yeah, I thought this was at least a year away. Yeah, so Death Stranding uh, is dated for November. There's an eight and a half minute, well, nine minute trailer. Um, and you get to see some of the gameplay, um, some of the weird Kojima co- quotes that have came out. Oh, my um, God. And, uh, yeah, what a weird game this looks to be. I mean, you already knew it was a weird game if you've been following anything. But um, now you actually see it in action, and it it looks like a game, you know? Yes. I can't really tell the entirety of what's going on here. No. But it's a big it's a big open, you know, world it would appear to be and you're a, a man with a very large backpack. He's got a fucking huge backpack, and dude. There's some there's some stealth action here. Um it's it's very strange. It's there's a there's a ton of plug a baby into something. Um and we, I don't think we will really understand what this game is until it comes out. Um, I'm putting you my chips people down with briefcases that we will not understand it while playing it. That's true. Um, but yeah, open world, vehicular seems pretty, you know, like a massive scale game. Hey, um, uh, and surprise, surprise, the guys all look real weird. Yeah, because it's Hideo Kojima. Everything looks weird. Everyone looks weird. Everyone is wearing weird stuff. Strapping babies in. Baby straps, briefcase toss, backpack toting. Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus. Uh, is Guillermo del Toro in fully involved in this? He's a character in it. It's modeled after Guillermo del Toro. He's oh, really? With like his, he's like, I think he's a dead guy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because are you playing as Norman Reedus? Is that the deal? I think so. Okay. And then I know that Mads Mikkelsen is in there. He's the bad boy. Yeah, he's Badman. And then... Guillermo del Toro is like a dead guy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it looks interesting. I mean, I'm fucking in. It's Kojima, and it, like, it's so fascinating to me seeing Kojima in a non-Metal Gear. Yeah, it'll be an event, and uh, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it it will be an interesting game to see, you know, come out and develop, and what well, the entire like, uh, well whatever you want you know creativity that he has now um not that he wasn't doing whatever he wanted to with metal gear but he was a you know a part of that franchise forever so now to uh to start a new thing it's uh it's an interesting time and for it to come out this year was uh slightly unexpected um so that's cool and that's what sony announced so uh i forget the exact date but it is november um also, there appears to be uh, ample gunplay in this game, too. Yeah. Uh, gunplay, babies, and tethers to things. And weird ghosty boys and nanomachines. Nanomachines making a comeback. Well, it is in the strand genre. So, um, that's whatever that means. Yeah. It's, uh, let's see, what was his quote? Uh, Death Training is not a stealth game. Could, more, could move subjectively... But not an FPS shooting game either. By incorporating with the concept of connection, strand, it's totally brand new genre called action game slash strand game. Social strand system. 
Well, that's a thing he actually said. What? Yeah, there was a Del Toro right there. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right, Die Hardman. Yeah, there's a character named Die Hardman. Troy Baker's in it. Um, yeah, it looks like to be a, a variable cast of uh, insanity, and he knows how to make a game. And so, yeah, uh, that, I I do. I I mean, I have liked every thing he's put out and I, yeah. I know it's all been metal gear but like that series has also evolved tremendously over the time since it started yeah and uh, i think his games are all of a considerable quality and so i don't you know i don't know what to expect other than something batshit insane yeah just insanity at it on every level but i, I look like. forward to that um yeah. and it's this year which is crazy yeah and so uh there we go with that uh, next up, Xbox is releasing uh, soap. They got body wash. They got deodorant, uh, shower gel. Uh, stupid, stupid thing. It's really dumb. I don't know why this is happening. That is such a like a two thousand th- move. It looks like Axe bottles with yeah. so, with photoshopped Xbox logos on it. It's called the Xbox Links. It says lift your game. Um, that's really dumb. I wish they didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It it's just, the worst move of the Phil Spencer it, era. It really, like, <laughs> to me, it just looks really... That's a joke. It's che- really the worst yeah. Move. It looks really cheesy, though. They've like, done a it bad looks, job at releasing certain games. It just looks... It, 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 to me, it's a, it's a bad look. I mean, not anything where I'm like, no, oh, I can't believe it. But it's like just so... It's, I don't know. It, what, to do me, you, it's, what do you expect? To like this to be the deodorant that everyone buy? Like... This isn't it's just so off. beneath them, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, right. It's a uh, what? Yeah. Like, we make video game hardware and deodorant. Cool. Um, okay, but that's enough of that shit. Um, <laughs> next up, we have the Google slash Stadia event. Uh, this is actually a pretty short little press conference thing that they held. Oh, and I guess I should say, too, uh, Apple held their WWDC uh, not much in terms of game-related stuff, but they did announce support for the Apple TV with the Xbox One S controller and or the Xbox One controller and uh, DualShock Force. So finally, Ac- Apple has been rumored forever to be working on their own controller, and they had all these like random crappy third-party controllers. Yeah, and now everyone just seems to be on board. Like, oh no, just use these controllers. Um, so that's good because in this Google Stadia event, which was about 15 20 minutes long um they announced uh that that thing could use um other supported controllers so you would assume um they'll get that support there as well so it seems to be uh everyone on the same page now that like yeah just let us use these two controllers please on damn near everything except for nintendo stuff um obviously yeah so that was that uh, the Stadia itself, uh, interesting little announcement. They uh, so they announced for the TV stuff, you're going to need a Chromecast Ultra to do the the 4K gaming on a TV. Um, it was going to come out this fall. There is their own Stadia controller thing, and they're going to sell a bundle with the Chromecast, the controller, three months of the service, a gift code for three months to give to someone else. Um, and you get uh, Destiny 2 with all its DLC, which I guess is going free-to-play in general. Um, so it, it's, it ended up being like 130 bucks total, and then it opens up to everyone 
else, and it's called Stadia Pro, the Netflix service that they're doing mm-hmm. uh, with the games. They didn't announce the lineup of games, which makes sense. That's going to happen when it's closer to launch. They're probably still making deals with a lot of companies. Um, but they showed like a splash screen of a bunch of studios, and it seems just like damn near everyone's going to get in bed with Google on this, because why wouldn't they? Um, and then you're going to be able to purchase games separately and just, just to stream them as well. Um, but yeah, the Netflix esque service is going to be 10 bucks a month, which is reasonable. Um, they showed the, uh, network speeds that you would need to attain a certain quality. And I think for 4k 60 frame HDR stuff, you need like 20 megabytes down, um, 10 to get, I think 1080p and like six to get 720p or maybe that's that actually might be wrong you might need 10 to get 720p uh 60 frames so so it seems reasonable it also seems like definitely not the thing for us um but the idea that they are gonna have uh the free service besides the netflix service is something that like hmm maybe if you were the type of person who didn't get into games um, or was just testing the waters out or wanted to play one specific thing, say you play on PC a lot and then all of a sudden your PC takes a hit, you don't have to wait to be able to buy a new PC when you can just stream a game. Yeah. So it's just another option for people. Uh, I think it's going to be way bigger with people who are younger than us, didn't grow up with consoles, grew up with fucking sure. iPods, iPod right. touches and iPads and stuff and that type of person. And the prospect of being able to play... Uh, you know, a sixty dollar triple A game on a tablet, just cool. Technologically speaking, yeah, it's cool that it's like, oh well, the computing's being handled somewhere else. Right. Um, I don't think the network infrastructure that is necessary for it to run at like optimum conditions is quite there yet. Uh, and the idea of my internet like just getting shitty for a second and like fucking with my game experience is not something I want to ever deal with. Um, and it does right now already with some like persistent online games where you have to stay signed in, but it's there. It's not for us. Um, it's happening. I guess that's it. Um, the only other thing they announced with their like founders pack thing, uh, you can get your online ID, like early dibs on your online ID, Yeah, which is a shitty way of saying like, give us money now. So that way you get the name you want. And that's a cool thing you can do. Yeah, that's uh, goofy as fuck. Not. No, but but uh, next year, I think, is when it's, it opens up to everybody. Um, and you can make an account without even paying for the service. And uh, I don't know. It's interesting just to see where it leads. Uh, totally not for the average hardcore gamer, I would say. But there are going to be those people who like... If you were going to be one of those guys who just like, oh, I want the new Madden every year, and, and it's like, oh, well, you don't have to buy PS5. You can stream it. Yeah. So it's an option for some people. It's not really on my list of things that I will No, because, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't even have the internet to run it in a way that I would want to anyway, so let alone. And I think even, even though I kind of do, eh, my, yeah. my alternatives are the actual thing I want. Like Games right. Pass is the same price, and I get to download those games. Yeah. At no negative. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so there's no downside to that experience. And I already have all the other things I want through that. So, um, yeah. But I guess the competition won't hurt. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so that was the Stadia event. That happened. The only other thing, 
uh, that's happened thus far is EA, EA Play. EA did a stupid thing this year. Uh, last year, they did just a stage show. I don't know what was wrong with that. Uh, but apparently enough that uh, the, something was enough that they decided to move it outdoors. Have uh, five YouTube hosts um, take on the different games that they had uh, divided their little conference up to. Uh, and so they had Star Wars, uh, Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn, Apex Legends, Battlefield Five, FIFA, Madden, and Sims 4. That was everything. It was almost like... Remember last year, Sony did do a press conference and it was bad? Yeah. It's almost like they copied off that. Oh, okay. So, bad pe- press conference. Yeah, basically. Uh, so, Greg Miller came out and introduced the Star Wars stuff. Okay. Um, and every one of the hosts was getting under my skin in a, diff- in a different way because okay. they all seemed to do the, like, let's let's tell a bad joke, then hype up the crowd real quick. And so, he was like... Yeah, we're talking about Star Wars like several times and it's just like come on people or the guy oh, the guy with the Madden one was so oh bad and then they went back to the girl who did the Battlefield 5 stuff and it's just like it's not necessarily that they're doing a bad job because they don't have a lot to work with. EA puts on a bad show every year no matter who's hosting it. Um and so, and and some of this shit is just lame to be like, yeah, fucking, like, dude, three of these announcements, like, because we have, okay, Star Wars is a new game, right? Yeah. FIFA, we already knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Didn't need a press conference for it. Madden, we already knew was coming. Didn't need a prefer- press conference for it. Right. The other three are DLCs. Yeah. So, like, if your job is to hype people in a crowd over DLCs, like, mm, you're all right, you're fighting a losing battle. Yeah. Like, you, there's no one on your side. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, they were all annoying and terrible, um, but, you know, what can you do? So, uh, from the start, Jedi Fallen Order coming out, Respawn, uh, Forrest Whitaker is in the game. Okay. I guess the main character is a guy who played uh, the Joker in Gotham. I overheard someone say that earlier, so don't quote me on it. Uh, It looks like a totally average third-person Jedi game, almost like a new Force Awakens. Like, it looks fine. It looks utterly fine. Yeah. And uh, totally not really interested in it. Like, it looks like a cool Star Wars setting. Yeah. But the the actual video game element of it, I'm like, oh, this is like generic third-person action. You have some force powers. Some of the lighting and stuff looks cool on the stormtroopers, you know? Uh that's about that. And then there's like climbing uncharted stuff in it. And I just wasn't really meh. It said it said alpha game footage. You know. But it's due out. Yeah, I mean Star Wars is like my favorite thing, period, in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um but I still also like Did you watch the uh no, but I saw like I saw a clip silently playing like on my Facebook feed and was like watching some of it and then scrolled past. Um I'll pull it up right now. Uh, like I don't know, we we've been here before. Yeah, they also showed way too like they showed fourteen minutes of it, and it's just like uh, you you could have given us a tight five minutes that had more to offer. But I don't I don't know how much of this game like they have. Like it seems like they're a a decent way into it, but like I don't know, it just looks like a a reskin of a game 
that I've played before with Star Wars stuff. Like the Battlefront 2 campaign wasn't anything to write home about at all. And you could tell me this was a sequel to that. Albeit a better, like, higher quality one. But, like, it's just like, okay, like, this looks like some Star Wars shit. And it just looks like you're going to be overpowered and bossing dudes up. And uh, there's some platforminess. There's some puzzle stuff. And you use force powers. Like, I don't know. Kind of run of the mill. Like... It takes a lot nowadays for a game to really wow you because it is not hard to come out with a visually impressive game. It takes more than looks. So, like, even though it's looking decent and it's Star Wars, you know, I just uh, it didn't really drum up a lot of excitement for me. Like, the combat looks, like, fine. You know, everything looks okay, but just okay. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I have some pretty um, lukewarm expectations, though. Um, man, this fucking looks like the Force Unleashed. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, I was saying Awakens, didn't I? Oh, did you? I didn't I even think register. so. But yeah, Force Unleashed. Yeah, it looks like Force Unleashed three, man. I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's not good. Well, it doesn't look at the low quality of that, you know. But it looks like the no, not the evolution of those games. Yeah, not visually it looks like it, but gameplay wise, it looks identical. Yeah, it just it just like, looks like we've been here blaster- before. Yeah, this we've looks been here before, even man. Worse than I thought it would. And again, when I say looks, none of this is talking about the graphic. Quality. Yeah, it's not the visuals, and the visuals seem fine. Like it's like cool lighting reflecting on his armor and stuff. But like, yeah, you know, just looks like a kind yeah. of by the numbers Star Wars game. Yeah, actually, like that was that looked a little bit more in like the combat looked a little more interactive and countery than it at, fir- at first. It was just looked like it was just like yep, ignore that they're blocking and swing through it like really bad. Two generations ago, third-person combat. Yeah, and then he gets stuff like, oh, he slows the fan blade down, and then he like walks over to this scene, and then this, this scene, there's like, I don't know, these stormtroopers fighting these spiders, and it's just like, okay, there's, no, you know, I'm nothing looks really like other than like a generic ass video game to me, with Star Wars stuff, you know. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Part of me is like. This sounds kind of stupid, but it's just like, do I have to be a Jedi? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of where I'm like, uh, maybe that. Yeah, was and he's the just thought. like lightsaber throw over, like yeah, okay, you're just you know like what? This, bossing your way through everything. This just makes me want to play Knights of the Old, Old Republic. Mm-hmm. That's like so uh, when I see this, I'm like, oh, I'll just play Kotor, which like is much less run of the mill and is an RPG, and the story's interesting, and there's choices and stuff like like this is just like. And it is being made by Respawn. They make good games, but they're also, you know, in charge of one of the bigger games out right now, you know, and as an online shooter. So um, I I was told that it was a pretty small group of people working on this. So I like narratively, I don't have like really high expectations or anything like that. But I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. It, but it just seems like an average Star Wars game. Oh, and just it's like roll dodging. And it's just like you're a Jedi. Yeah. Just seems why, why would the Jedi be rolling dodging? Just fucking kill it. Yeah. It's fucking hard to do something like... And I understand, like... A, a little part of me is almost like... <laughs> you can't satiate me no matter what direction you go right, in. yeah. So a little bit of me is like prick, like... Well, no matter what you do. But like, it's, because I understand, like, you can't... But like... 
there's just a thing where it's like, hey, if I took a lightsaber to a living creature, it will be dead in one hit. Mm-hmm. And I understand the video game semantic that that is not possible, but that is you're already starting like a platform back. Yeah, and then, and then you see like there's an instance here with the QTE. It just, it just looks like they took like like the first Uncharted, you know, and then they added some like cooler combat stuff. But they they just copied off that, and then they put Star Wars stuff in it. Yeah, it really it looks does. Like Star Wars Uncharted. It looks yeah. It's kind of like it's just different. Video game one hundred and one. Like, right. Yeah. It just hey, it, here's some climbing. Hey, here's some dodging. Hey, here's some platforming. Hey, here's some melee combat. Yeah, and it's it's fine. But we we've been here before, man. Many times in many different forms. Yeah, I it, I just think this is this game is not for like. It's not going to satiate the people who are into like hardcore into games unless it just ends up being more than this this demo is showing us. You know, I mean, I feel like there would have to be some serious fundamental fundamental changes for me to be like, oh, never mind, I'm super hyped for this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't like, know the scope of the, the game, but it looks just like a pretty linear like storyline. Well, there's fucking wall running. Right? Yeah. Why not? And now we're doing a Mario style. F- oh, even oh my God, this looks like yeah. This looks like every other video game, right? It look, all combined it looks into like, everything else. Hey, you remember Tomb Raider? What if you were a Jedi, <laughs> dude? It's oh my. Even with the like, you got a cutesy droid with you. Like we like we haven't done that one million times in right. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. This is so like. It's just kind of blah. This is such buttered white toast, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, fuck, I'll eat it. Okay, but I guess like, uh, I guess there's a demo available now, so we could we could play it and maybe fun- discover some oh. more for ourselves. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that, but that's good for whoever wants to. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't mean to I'd, come off like super overly negative, but like, because I'll probably eventually play this game because guess what? I love Star Wars, and part of me loves the basic bitch video game video game stuff yeah. like i do love that shit but it's not going to be like well go out and buy this as soon as i can top priority it's going to be like two months in when this game is twenty dollars inevitably i will uh, buy that yeah maybe it'll maybe it'll suffer um you know some of the fate of uh like like titanfall 2 did maybe it'll have just a tight little campaign and the narrative will be kind of good you know i think there are elements that we're not seeing in this demo um that could be exciting. And so I will give it that much. But like ha- having watched this, like like I was right about this point right now, which is like six or seven minutes into this 14 minute demo again, too long. Um, and I was like, I kind of seen all I need to see, you know, like here's a tougher, like mid mid level enemy. And it's just like, I imagine I would, this would be a game that I would go through and not die once based on what I'm seeing here and, and just that, like kind of float just, through it. There are little, I will say, watching this, there are little glimmers of like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's like a 75-25 split, if even that. Because like just now, I don't know if you know, it's like he started to force pull him and the guy like tried to dig in and was sliding and mm-hmm. was just like, oh no. And that was kind of a cool little thing. Like the actual, because what I'm seeing mostly is it's just like, there's no interaction. You could you could skin this with anything yeah. and it's the same. Right. So it's just like like you, when you're hitting the guys there's not like a reactive like reaction to how you're hitting them. Yeah. It's just slash 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 we did it. You know what I mean? Same thing with an uncharted. When you're shooting them they wouldn't like get hit in the leg and like go down onto one knee. It's just like 
you're just shooting these guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but this is like they said, alpha footage. So there will be uh there'll be some more time. We'll we'll see some more. Um, so yeah, that was the first game and really the only new game uh, that they had to go with because I'm <laughs> Hooray. Not, because uh, FIFA. Who cares? That's my entire FIFA coverage. FIFA. Who cares? Not me. I'm not from South America. No. Um, I'm not in an African country where I'm my not, soccer team is excellent. I'm um, not a pot smoking teen in high school that's on the soccer yeah, team. Yeah, I, I don't care. Um, it's Sims no. Four. There's an island. There's an island coming to Sims Four. Rejoice, Sims fans. That's my coverage for the Sims Four Island DLC. There's an island. It will exist. You will go there. A hundred Sims dropping into an island. Basically. Um, so, and then the remainder of the stuff is pretty, like, by the numbers. It's uh, it's the Apex Legend stuff we talked about earlier. There's a new Legend. There's double XP. There's Battle Pass. There's skins. Okay. That doesn't necessitate um, a big announcement, but they had to fill time and talk about it for 15 minutes. Um, Madden looks exactly like Madden from last year. There's just the only difference is, like, they're throwing in the the flashy names that they have for stuff so it's like oh there's the scenario engine and they showed like the franchise mode they talked about it for like 45 seconds and it was just like oh well this week like oh call out your receivers or like you had like four different options and i'm just like oh this game is the exact same this game is the exact same and they just added a few new wrinkles to it a couple bells and whistles um there's bigger playbooks with rpo run pass option um, you can scramble, f- and then you can cancel the scramble and go back to a pass, which is something you couldn't do. You can pump fake to individual receivers. Like, those are the gameplay mechanics they announced. That ain't much. No. There's more player animations. Okay, cool. They're they're just aping stuff off 2K, which is fine. But, again, it's just Madden again. They're, the other thing they talked about was X-Factor abilities, and that's badges from 2K. It's badges. It's just like, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes, he has the bazooka X-Factor ability because he throws fucking bombs. So, like, okay, cool. So he just bombs the ball downfield because he's Patrick Mahomes. He can do that. Neat. Do we need to talk about this some more? No. No. Madden is one of those things that you're either like, like, it is, it w- it is would be my year to buy Madden. Mm-hmm. And I probably will. Especially once football fever hits. Um, if I do, it will just be to play as the Browns because the Browns have an, an exceedingly talented Browns roster. I don't know. I'm, I'm, for me, I'm ready to like do a franchise mode again with updated rosters and like having a high-rated Baker Mayfield in the mix and all that stuff. Yeah, I pooped out on Madden pretty early last year. When I, when I bought the 1X, I could pick a free game, and then I picked Madden 19. And about two months later, I ended up trading it in because I was just like... I remember. I haven't played. I haven't had Madden since two Maddens ago with Tom Brady on the cover, and even uh-huh. then, I got it after it was way discounted. Yeah. So I haven't like do. And I played that for like two or three months, then took a break, and then played again several times. The football games will just never be as interesting to me as basketball games. Yeah. Um, just for the peers, but like basketball is there are five people on the team. Yeah, and everyone is making a giant impact, and, and there's a there's just a better rhythm to basketball games than there is football games. And you're using every guy individually at some yeah. point, and just the nature of the game, the free agency is much more interesting. Um, yeah, because like the off season in the 2K series is like to me as fun as the playing, whereas in Madden it was very much for me just like a slog of like let's just fucking go. Mm-hmm. 
because also uh, the other thing like and it's just the nature of the sport like football and like in the NFL is not big on free agency. Yeah. There's ve- like usually if, if there if there's one huge move per off season that's a big deal. Whereas in the NBA it's like especially in today's day and age like there's a lot more movement. I mean not to get fucking up the nostril with sports. Well, it's a Rushmore term. Yeah. Up the nostril. Crossover. Listen to our other podcast. Bing bang. Bing bong. Um yeah, but Madden guess what is Madden and yeah. guess what will be Madden continuously. It lo- yeah, it looks fine. I hope um, the franchise mode is fleshed out. But like the last few years, what I've been doing is uh, every time near the Super Bowl, they discount the game down to fifteen to twenty bucks, and I just buy it then. And that's that's fine. I can wait five six months, cash in on Madden then, because uh, like two months after Madden drops, two K drops, and then I have a, a brand new sports title. Um, let's beer ourselves, y'all. And to put the kibosh on the E3 uh, poop shoot, the first report, um, they uh, they did announce Battlefield Five stuff. Um, I should have kind of figured this. We were kind of briefly speculated last time around um, what Dice might be doing, but I hadn't really considered the fact that Battlefield's in every other year type of venture, and even though Battlefront was the in between years, they already have another Star Wars game, and this is a mainline Battlefield game. And so it being five is of but fairly big significance uh, because they support the hell out of the Battlefield games. Yeah. And um, so they just announced a bunch of fucking maps. Um, all the maps are free in this game, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think there's two coming this month. And then um, another one, like they announced like them, and the, by the time they were done, they were talking about maps that were coming out in October. Um, so like they've added a fair amount to this game. It came out in a little bit of like a rough shape. Um, the beta was crap. I remember playing that and then they added their battle Royale mode, which I haven't even played. Um, but I put, I put it in the other, uh, the other day and I was playing it and I was like, you know what? I should fuck around with this game a little bit more. And so the idea that there is still uh substantial time for like new maps and stuff. And, and the maps actually looked pretty good. Like, um, they had a whole little segment about uh, sending their team to the Pacific to capture some more, like, World War to fucking ass, like, landscapes and shit. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, there was, a like, an autumn-looking map where you're, like, all fighting up a road, basically, like, a singular tight space okay. map. And I was like, that's interesting. There was a metro map that I guess is a, a remake from a previous game. Um, and another map that is a... Um, one of the single player story uh areas that refashioned into a multiplayer setting. So um it all looked pretty good and that's kind of what EA does. Pretty good. You know? Yeah. I don't play FIFA. I imagine it's pretty good. Madden's pretty good. Apex seems actually probably very good or just good it's at good. least. Yeah, it's good. Um that Jedi game, it looked pretty good. It has some potential. We can see it. Um and you know Battlefield Five, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the maps look pretty good. So you know we we got that out of EA. I guess they kind of get a bad rap, and then they kind of earn a bad rap sometimes, too. Uh, but nothing really bad this year. Just just more of you know what you kind of expected. Um, so yeah, that was uh that was EA's. Um, I don't know if it was called EA Play or whatever the fuck. Uh, that was their conference for this year. Eh, pretty lukewarm overall, but nothing bad. Um, so there's that. Um, 
there's no reason in speculating on things that are literally going to be announced tomorrow before this podcast is even up. But we'll see the Xbox stuff. That's easily the most exciting thing for me this year. I'm really interested in the Bethesda stuff. Um, then we have Devolver later after that. Yeah. Ubisoft and Square, kind of eh. On, I'm, sure. Ubisoft might have something up their sleeve for me. Um, Square, I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do. And then, um, then we'll get Nintendo, and that will probably include... Uh, a lot of things I don't care about, and a few things that I will. So um, that's that. There's also uh, limited run games. The people who make like physical versions of digital games has their own thing that they're doing mm-hmm. uh, on Monday. And uh, th- I mean, they've they've made a lot of Vita cards uh, and stuff. And then that's um, weird. there's an annual PC show that is always like ultra underwhelming. And then I guess this year there's going to be a vr showcase so a lot of that is uh scheduled on monday even kind of funny they have their own thing um so you'll get to see greg miller again um and that's that uh but uh, the early winkings of e3's uh brown hole are um a little spotty you know stadia stuff okay spotty hole okay don't care about you stadia but not bad um Apple's gaming stuff, nothing really, you know. Uh, EA stuff, okay. I'll play those Battlefield maps. They'll be free. You'll play this, the Apex stuff. It's all it's, par for the course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because, I mean, even if I didn't have the Battle Pass, like the characters and all the skins and whatever, part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just earn it at a different slash slower rate, but <clears throat> I play that game enough that giving them the 10 bucks was fine for me. Like, that's fine. Yeah, and then there's the randos that are going to pop up that aren't necessarily affiliated with websites that you're going to get your stuff. So you're going to get stuff at Xbox uh, that isn't Xbox exclusive. Like, someone's going to show off some cyberpunk shit. Someone's going to show off some Borderlands 3 shit. You yeah. know, it's it's just going to come out. So th- there's also that, which uh, can kind of fall by the wayside when you just think in terms of these companies getting ready for their announcements. It's the entire gaming industry getting ready for announcements. So like some cool indie games from studios you've never heard of will pop up. Maybe some like um, person who made like an indie game that we like um, will come out with something. So there's some stuff to be excited about. I'm not like super into it, you know, this year because it's kind of weird. But uh, I'm I'm interested to see uh, the future of Xbox. You know, finding out all about that tomorrow. Um, seeing what type of Bethesda apology uh, they've got cooked up. Yep, for something better be in that's there. Say. Oh, you know it. That they have to. They can't be all jokes and Angie WK this time around. Um, and that'll do it. I think for this week's game's gonna run podcast. We'll get uh, we'll get we'll get deeper into the E3, but. Next week. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're just kind of dancing around the rim, tapping it with our fingers, um, you know, flicking it maybe once, once or twice, yeah. knocking on the door, knocking on that door. Wrap, tap, tapping yeah, at that door. That brown portal. Yeah. We're, uh, we're tweezing those dingleberries out. Um, we're taking care. We're, we're taking some, some gold bond, and we're spackling the rim. Um, if it were a volcano, mm-hmm. you know, the butt, uh, if the butt were a volcano and the fire inside, the lava is the poop. Uh, the brimstone, which is just rocks around the edge, by the way. Is that what brimstone is? Brimstone is literally rocks on the brim. So when I someone mean, that says, makes sense, I guess. Someone says fire and brimstone. <laughs> Amateur. Rocks, hot rocks around the rim of fire. Was that supposed to add to my fear of fire? 
Some people put hot rocks on themselves. Anyways, I don't. I got a little on a side tangent with the brimstone there, but uh, we'll fuck your ass up tomorrow. <laughs> I feel you. We'll fuck your butt next week, yeah. maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, then we'll be swimming in Calamine and uh, getting real weird with the butt. Uh, horns, demon horns, demonic horns, like a sawed-off goat horn. We'll stick that in there. We'll see what you like. What the fuck am I doing anymore? Uh, podcast uh, over. Die. Shalom.